This is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. In today's podcast, we ask the question, we sit with the question, what are you chasing? More and more we seem to live our lives in pursuit of a goal, whether that goal be fitness, love, money, success, fame, there is something that we are pursuing, that we are in pursuit of. And so the question to ask oneself is, what is it? What is it that you're chasing? Let's be with that language. To chase something implies that we have to run after it, that we have to catch it, we have to pursue it, we have to overcome it, almost overwhelm it, that it's not ours for the taking, that it's not readily accessible. In fact, it also implies that this thing that we're pursuing, that we're chasing, is running away from us. It's not there waiting to be welcomed into our lives. It's not something that we can easily reach out towards and gather. We have to run after it. We have to pursue it. We have to almost get out of breath in order to have it. So what is it? What is it in your life that you are chasing and why? And what do you feel you will acquire once you have it? A greater sense of peace, stability, um, happiness, joy, fulfillment. When will the chase be over? Often we get so used to the chase that it doesn't really matter what we acquire, we'll find something else to chase. It doesn't really matter what we achieve, there'll be something else we want to achieve. But also alongside that, we need to look at our impulses for the chase, for the thing that we are pursuing. Is it something that is honorable? Is it something that is worthy of our attention and worthy of chasing? Is it something that brings good into the world and into other people's lives? Why are we chasing this thing? What do we feel that it's gonna give us that we don't already have? How is it going to make us a better person? How will it make us better people in the world? How will it improve the world? How will it improve the lives of others, if at all? And really the big question, what are you prepared to do in order to get this thing that you're chasing? Because for some people, there is no line that they won't cross they would steal and lie and cheat and kill and maim and destroy in order to get this thing that they're chasing, whether it be love, money, attention, fame, promotion, success. They would sell their souls quite literally to get this thing that that they're chasing, that we're chasing. Because collectively, As a consciousness, we are all chasing something, whether it's life or death, love, prosperity, peace, 
as a collective, we are all chasing something. We're caught in that hamster wheel of chasing. But as an individual, what is it that you are chasing? The collective is caught in many races, in many chases, sometimes consciously and often unconsciously. But what are you caught in individually? And what are you prepared to do for the thing that you're chasing? Slowly, slowly, it's starting to come out that many celebrities, many false idols that people have worshipped for so long and foolishly continue to worship made deals with the darkness. They were very willing to sell their souls, quite literally, for success, to sell their bodies, to sell their friends, to sell their families, to sell their beloveds for success. Because more than anything, success was what they were chasing. Whether that was celebrity, fame, being a millionaire, a billionaire, that's what they were chasing. And they were prepared to do literally anything for that. The chase was so important. And then what we've often seen is that once the chase stops, in a sense, once the thing that has been chased has been achieved, then what? So what is it that you are chasing? And what would you be prepared to sacrifice, to barter, to do, to give, to hand over in order to attain the thing that you're chasing? And why is it so important to you? Why is it so important to be better than another, to outdo our neighbor? Why is it so important to have what is deemed to be success or fame? Why is it so important to have the pounds or the dollars in the bank account? To have the designer shoes, the designer kitchen, the designer bathroom, the big house, the big garden. Why is that all so important? Why? It's interesting that religion and spirituality has always told us, taught us, informed us, educated us, that this world is a samsara, that the sparkle of this world is illusory, and that it will be very tempting. You know, organized religion will say, the devil will tempt you in this world with shiny things to take you off the path, to confuse you, and that you will go crazy wanting those things, whether it's that person or that, that amount of money or that success or that house or that career. And that is the temptation of the devil of the darkness. That's how the darkness gets us. That's how the devil gets us, in inverted commas, the devil. That's how we get taken off the path, the path of righteousness, the path of truth, the path of integrity that this world is fleeting and that it is gone very quickly and that there is another existence, another level of existence, whether you believe in the afterlife, you believe in heaven or hell, you believe in infinity, you believe in reincarnation, you know, whatever your belief is, that there is another level that is longer lasting. And it is that that we should be acquiring for it is reward in that which we should be chasing and yet we are chasing the illusory 
it's very rare that you meet someone and you say to them, what are you chasing or what are you trying to achieve in your life? And they'll say, oh, I'm trying to achieve uh, heaven. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to achieve uh, inner peace. I'm chasing integrity. I'm chasing honesty. Uh, I'm chasing the life of a prophet. I mean, that's not really what people say. If you ask someone, what are you chasing? What is it that you're pursuing? What is it that drives you? They'll tell you it's money, it's success, it's career, it's that award, it's uh, that promotion, it's that partner, it's that house, uh, it's traveling to that part of the world. It's, it's the accoutrement. That's what they're chasing. And yet we know that that doesn't last and we know that we can't take it with us. And we know that when we die and when we are on our deathbed, none of that will count for anything. In many religions, um, when someone passes, when they die, the, there is a, a leveling in death. It's definitely there in Islam. So the, when someone dies in Islam, they are wrapped in a white sheet and placed into the earth. You don't have coffins, you don't have caskets or monuments. Um, there's no uh, embalming, there's no makeup, there's no putting on, you know, the favourite clothes of the deceased. The body has to be cleansed and washed as quickly as possible um, and placed into the earth as quickly as possible. So for obvious reasons, so it doesn't decompose and smell and rot, but also because the body wants to be at peace, it wants to rest. Um, it, the soul is restless, it needs, it, needs, it, it, it needs its place now to be established. And so there is a great leveling in that, in Islam, is that um, you come from nothing and you leave with nothing. The simplicity of that, to be wrapped in a white sheet and placed into the earth. We're seeing this with photos of the genocide that are happening, that is happening at the moment, but we see it in the white shrouds. You know, the white shroud is the shroud of pilgrimage. Uh, it's the shroud of purification. It's the shroud of fasting, often the shroud of the pilgrim. And it is the shroud of death. So what does that tell us? That tells us that there is a great leveling in death that, that all of our riches, that your billionaire and your, your pauper both die in the same way. They're both placed into the earth in the same way. And there is a truth to that. Because even though other spiritualities and other religions may not follow those practices necessarily for death, um, you know, you will get embalming and caskets and monuments sometimes doesn't really mean anything because in the end the body will still decompose it will still rot you can embalm it as much as you like you can cover it in jewels as much as you like and and pretty clothes and makeup but it's still going to rot it's still eventually going to become a skeleton it's still going to decay there is still a leveling and so what of all that chasing everything that was chased that was given up for Every seduction that was pursued, what did it come to? It comes to nothing. Truly, it comes to nothing. Of course, there is a legacy that we leave behind, but it comes to nothing because we cannot take it with us. So what are you chasing and what is the purpose of what you're chasing? When we're young in life, the world 
and time seems the longest. Days last long, weeks last long, months and years last long. They seem interminable. And the older you get, time seems to speed up because the closer we come to the ending of our time on this planet. And so time starts to be perceived as being very precious. But truly, the things that we chase are the things that we can't take with us. We can't take that beloved with us. We can't take that house with us, that promotion, that award, those millions or billions in the bank. We can't take those sexual experiences, those drugs, those lovers. We can't take those things with us. All we take with us are our deeds, our integrity, our truth, our lies, our betrayals, our falsehoods. All we take with us is the purity or lack of within our hearts. I've said before that in ancient Egypt and there is in ancient spirituality, ancient Egyptian spirituality, there is this idea that when you pass your heart is weighed against the weight of a feather to see which is heavier, your heart or the feather. And if your heart is carrying resentment, greed, anger, hatred, jealousy, it will weigh heavy and you will have failed. You won't ascend, you won't go to that sacred space, place, whatever that is, whether you believe in the seven... um, layers, the seven levels of heaven or the seven levels of the underworld, Um, or you believe in karma, or you believe in heaven and hell. You know, every spirituality, every spiritual practice, foundation has this understanding that when we pass, we go to a good place or a not so good place. You know, we reincarnate in a good way or a not so good way. And it's only really atheists or maybe agnostics who believe that we go to nothing, that we just end. Um, but even then, if we just end, you know, how do we end? We all end in the same way. Is any of that chasing worth it if we just end and we don't even go anywhere? And often the desire to chase kind of explains why so many people want to live forever because if you're chasing and chasing endlessly these goals and you achieve some of them and there's others that feel unfulfilled or not achieved yet you're not never going to want to leave you're never going to be at peace you'll forever be chasing these are big existential questions almost they're questions of faith and spirituality and religion and belief. But it is important to ask the question, what am I chasing? What am I in pursuit of? What is it that I want and why? And what do you think that you will have, that you will have achieved, that you will have gained when you have that? And will you be satisfied? And what are you prepared to barter, to bargain, to trade, to sell, 
in order to get that thing that you're chasing? And will it be worth it? And when will it be enough? The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Until the next time.